0: This week on a brand new episode of Strong Arms Sports Podcast. And these players don't care about college basketball. DeAndre Ayton, they told us this guy was hands down the best player in college basketball. First round exit by 20 plus points, where it looked like he didn't even really want to be out there.
1: He didn't even want to be out there. But we, really know. we really know,
0: they used to laugh at us, now we really not know. Really know, they used to tell me never in my lifetime, I guess they wasn't in they right mind. Underdog. What's going on folks, welcome back shit. to a brand new exciting episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast. I mean, we ain't much, we're just the realest sport podcast in all the land. True. Bruh, I don't think you hear me, we the realest sports podcast in all the land. I mean, true. And we are back to wrap up the previous weekend sports in dramatic fashion. No BS, no sugarcoating, no biases, only the strong arm truth. This happens to be the first time you're watching our show here on YouTube, or maybe you're listening on one of our podcast channels. I'm one half of the show. I go by
1: the name of K. Spade, the prospect. And I'm your boy, Le Paris 57 and together we form strong Arm sports, Spade. Yes, sir. Spade, let me tell you how you know when people love you and they ride with you, bro. So the podcast, the podcast had went down for like a day or two. And you want to know what people Mm -hmm. was doing, Spade? What were they doing? Spade, they was hitting us up like, what's wrong with the podcast? The podcast ain't working. It say you guys are out of bandwidth. You guys, it say, it's, it's leaving this message. What's going on with the podcast? That's how you know you got something. We cannot thank you guys. Enough for your continued support. But for the time being, the podcast is in full effect no changes have been made yet. We still working out the kinks. We want to thank you guys we're for gonna your get team it. support. We are gonna get it right. But right now, it, should be it. It. it shouldn't be any issues right now with the podcast. So when you guys, when this video drop, it should be on iTunes. It should be on Podomatic. It should be on SoundCloud. So wherever you listening, we are gonna be there. With hey, that LeBet, being said, wait,
0: wait, wait, but Lopez running out of bandwidth for a podcast. That's, that's kind of like. That's kind of like that's kind of like the uh the guy in your hood running out of his product. Products. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, yeah, we
1: don't ran out of product. We trying to re-up for you. We good, though. That's right. We good. getting right. That's right. That's a great thing. We cannot thank you guys enough. Spade, nice. with that being said, I want to start in the NFL. Got a few things to talk about. <laughs> want to get your thoughts in it. I want to get the people thoughts, too, because a lot of people, Spade, they might not agree with us on, on these topics, on where we stand I already feel like I know where you stand on this first topic, but I'm, I'm going to let you share your thoughts. A lot of people might not agree with this, but I want to start in the NFL, and he's back, y'all. I want to talk mm-hmm. Johnny Manziel. If you guys yes, didn't sir. know, Johnny Manziel, it, we talked about Johnny Manziel a couple of shows ago. He came out and said yep. he was bipolar. He was on bipolar medication. Said He has mm-hmm. uh he's been sober, he's been clean, and he's trying to get back in the league. So if you guys didn't know, over this past week, Johnny Manziel did a pro day. Well, he joined San Diego State Pro Day and was throwing to some wide receivers out there at San Diego State. And, I mean, I I knew some teams would show up, Spade. I didn't think it would be this many teams showing up. I think 13 or 14 teams ended up showing up, which is just crazy, which which is just insane. Spade, I got to get your thoughts. Johnny Manziel, his Pro Day, throwing to these San Diego State wide receivers. Talk to me. Should should a team give Johnny Manziel –
0: a second chance. Uh, I'm torn on this, bro. I'm pro second chance. I'm, I'm, pro, okay. I'm pro second chance. I don't know if this is Johnny's second chance. This might be Johnny's third. It might be his fourth. Hell, I don't know. I don't necessarily have a problem with teams having interest in Johnny Manziel. When he was okay. good, he was pretty good. Played for the Browns. That's a really bad team. And even in that short amount of time he was there, he showed... Flashes of him looking like he was a playmaker, which is what he was in college. And we expected him to be able to make some plays at the next level. And he showed that he could. He was Mm -hmm. exciting to watch. At the same time, I feel like the league is trying to put one foot on either side of this very broad line. I ain't talking about no gray faded line. I'm talking a very broad line. They talk about being against this and against that. They are against and, and you already know the league went back and they changed the way they brewed, they, they viewed domestic dispute cases. Johnny Manziel mm-hmm. has had a few run ins with those. And it, it's, I don't want to make this a race issue, LaParis. I don't. And I know, okay, I know none people of color feel like people of color use the race issue a lot. And for that reason, I try not to use it often. But this is just, you can't do nothing but scratch your head when you look at this. You look at Johnny Manziel. And people seem to be so quick. And I'm not talking about everybody. I'm not speaking. I know everybody hasn't forgiven Johnny. But the league as a whole appears to be pretty forgiving of Johnny Manziel's flaws and his downfalls or whatever else he did wrong. Up into the last snap Michael Vick took, you got to understand it was still people outside that stadium protesting Word. Michael That's Vick being on point. the field. To this day, you can't say Michael Vick without somebody coming out saying, but he did this. And Michael Vick went and did federal penitentiary prison time for his flaws or his bad decisions or whatever. It's just, for some odd reason, bro, I have a hard time looking at the warm reception. 13, look, I got the teams, bro. The New England Patriots. Uh Uh-huh. Chicago Bears, L.A. Chargers, which is the one team I expected to be there because even though they moved out of San Diego, that's definitely their grassroots. And you got Johnny Manziel in San Diego. I expected the Chargers to be there. But the L.A. Chargers, the New York Giants, the Chiefs out of Kansas City, the New York Jets. Look, we're talking the Patriots, the Giants, and the Jets. These some bitches flew from one side of the the nation to the other. Hmm. They took a cross-country trip to see Johnny Manziel the Oakland Raiders, the Tennessee Titans, the Detroit Lions, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Carolina Panthers, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. These ain't necessarily teams that was like, hey, we right down the street, let's see what's up. These are teams that made cross-country trips to see Johnny Manziel, and I don't want to speak on the obvious, but you still got Colin Kaepernick that nobody's even checking for, and I, I don't know, man. I'm, it's not My issue isn't with Johnny. It's with the inconsistencies at which the league decides they want to grant people more opportunities. I got an issue with that.
1: I, I want to say this. I want to say this. I don't have a problem with Johnny Manziel getting his second or third chance, whatever chance it is. It depends on whether whether or not you're counting college. I don't know. Depends right. on that, right? I'm, I don't have a problem with him coming back to the league, but I want it to be like that for everybody. Like Same. people are saying, people are telling, people are saying that, and I'm not. This is about Johnny Manziel. And even Johnny Manziel came out and said, don't don't compare me and Kaepernick's situation because it's right. totally different. Johnny Manziel himself said Kaepernick is doing great things for people that's oppressed. And I agree mm-hmm. with him 100%. This ain't about Johnny Manziel. I think if, if Johnny Manziel is sober and, and somebody want to take a shot on Johnny Manziel to be back in the league, I have no problem with that. But I want it to be like that for everybody else. And it's not. People are telling Johnny Manziel... Can come back in the league. The crazy thing is, but people saying Colin Kaepernick needs to do a pro day, or this is what they, this is what sports media is saying. This ain't me. Sports right. media is saying, well, Kaepernick needs to do a pro day. The uh, Kaepernick deserves a second chance. When did he mess up his first? What did he do? What did right. he do? And I just ain't. I ain't about to make this a debate on what side of the uh, kneeling or not kneeling you on. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. But they showed they showed a uh, they showed a clip on TV on one of these uh, sports outlets Spade, and it was it wasn't no face it was just stats and mm-hmm. the stats were identical and one was Kaepernick and the other one was Jenny, um, Jimmy Garoppolo the stats were was who just identical paid. who just got who paid. just got like a hundred and fifty something million dollars if I'm not really with- one of the richest. Yep. One of the richest contracts in NFL history with no track record and this ain't no shade to no Jimmy track G, record. but what he, he have five starts he had five starts come on man. man like i said if 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 jimmy if uh manzel if manzel is telling the truth i have no problem with a team giving him a shot but let's I don't let's, let's look up let's look at this objectively and let's let's not fall for the banana in the tailpipe i can totally understand if a team is like you know what this guy, this guy's selling wolf tickets again. He, you know, they say they say the problem with a with a, with an addict is they can relapse like that. So you mm-hmm. never know, you never know what can happen with uh, Manziel. So if a team was to be like, you know what, I'm out. I just wanted to see, and I'm out. I, I can totally understand that too because he had he done that to himself. He done that to himself. Yeah. Like Johnny Manzel, you you weren't handed the keys. You were handed the key, and I hope he's sober. I hope he get an opportunity to be back in the league. But you gotta, you gotta don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe NFL teams because we have seen it before. I mean, we don't say we do seen players say we got we got our mind right and I got my mind right and I'm not going to mess up again. I mean, notably, we can talk about uh, Josh Gordon. I've seen a lot of people mentioning Josh Gordon name. Like he didn't had about six seven opportunities. You want to know what's the difference though? When Josh Gordon when Josh Gordon on the field he always produces so people are keep taking a chance on that talent no matter man not, I, man. I, not just ahead. that though Lopez I, I ain't even know what you
0: saying that's the difference oh.
1: like you got to okay, understand
0: go that Josh Gordon is also in this program for like repeat offenders so he is he is tested more regularly than the average person so basically okay. even though he's been given numerous chances and maybe it would be fair for you to argue he's been given more chances than he deserves i wouldn't even be mad with that but the fact that he is back he don't get a chance to just fall back in and be a regular person. Now he's scrutinized heavier than other folks. He's tested more than other folks. He's under the microscope. And I feel like that's that's fair. If he's going to be back, he's, he's got to be watched closer than everyone else and he is. But the type of infractions that Johnny had with domestic dispute, I don't really know how you can view this from a different... Like, you're going to randomly pop up at his house. You're going to interview his girl. You're going to ask her to remove her shirt and check her for bruises. Like, I don't know how you bring him back under uh, a heavily, a more heavily scrutinized type of lens. I don't know how you do it. So I'm not trying to say this bad is better than that bad. I mean, breaking the NFL rules or whatever is bad in any way you want to look at it. But the second chance that Josh has been given, which it'll be fair for you to argue that he doesn't deserve it. But with him being back, he don't get a chance to just fall back in line and just be regular Josh Gordon and, and just, you know, perform like normal. No, they hitting him up on. All right, come on down here and pee in this cup, bro. You know what's up. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm
1: saying.
0: Yeah. You know. I I don't. I don't I I don't have a problem with Johnny getting a second chance. I
1: agree with that one hundred percent. Let me let me bring let me bring the topic to a head though, Spade. Johnny Manziel. Do you see him back in the league next year? This upcoming season. Uh, I. I wouldn't be shocked. I I think he'll be back in the league. Somebody somewhere is gonna sign this guy. I, I feel. I could be wrong, but that's how I feel. I feel he'll be back in the league. space Real quick, Sam Donald had his yes. pro day. And the crazy thing is, you know, yes. it's crazy. People call Tyrod Teller trash all the time. And I'm like, they they, they make me cake more for Tyrod than I want to. I like Tyrod Teller, let me say that. But they he don't play for my team. He don't play for my team. But they make me cake for him more than I, I would like. And the crazy thing is, with that being mm-hmm. said, they said Tyrod Teller is trash. But Brock Osweiler just signed as a backup with the Dolphins. Page. So I got to get your thoughts on this. Sam Darnold, Pro Day, did he impress you? Was it anything you seen that you was like, oh, okay, maybe I was too hard on this guy? And talk about your team, the Miami Dolphins, signing Brock Osweiler.
0: Let's talk Sam Darnold first. As far as Sam Darnold, you know, I'm I'm somewhat hard on the kid. I've watched a couple of his games. I didn't see every single game before the USC fans getting my mentions the games that I watched, I felt like was big games and I don't feel like I was impressed in either one of them, especially the game against UCLA. Mm-hmm. Like, I was definitely disappointed with what I saw coming away from the USC-UCLA game. Then he decided not to throw at the NFL Combine, saving it all for the Pro Day. And now I feel like they trying to spin the narrative, like they're rewarding Sam Darnold because he threw in the rain. Well, shit, he kind of had to. I mean, he didn't throw at the Combine. He set the date of the Pro Day if it's raining. What, if he change it again, I think, it hurts him more than just showing up and throwing in the rain. Uh, I I guess, for what it's worth, he made some pretty good throws. And I feel so funny about pro days, bro.
1: I was just, I that's just, what I, I wanted to go. But go ahead. I'm going to let you finish. Go
0: ahead. There ain't no pressure on you. You know what I'm saying? It's, I'm not going to say it's no pressure. It's pressure. It's no you got pressure, NFL bro. teams on the sideline. They're critiquing everything you're doing. But the pressure to that as opposed to an actual game situation, or even an NFL combine is minute. It's not a ton of pressure at your pro day, at your school, throwing to your homies. So, I mean, I guess.
1: Let me go. Let me I, go, Spade. I don't want
0: to sound like I'm hating on the kid, bro, but I'm not that impressed, LaParis. I'm not.
1: Spade, it ain't no pressure at no pro day. You with people that's going to do what's, whatever None. is in their power to make you as 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 um, you're going to be so comfortable. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be sweet. Yeah, he doing the rain. So what? So What? So what? It, you cannot compare all day pressure to pressure with Von Miller coming down to, coming down to, you know coming around that edge or a guy like well you know it's reported that the Browns are gonna take Sam Darnold you know they think the Bronze are gonna I mean look at that division Terrell Suggs you know the Ravens they get after the QB the Steelers mm-hmm. they get after the QB it is mm-hmm. not the same it ain't the same it's not the same so yeah, I agree I want to say as far as Sam Darnold, man, I mean Sam Darnold, excuse me, Spade. I, I, like I, I said it numerous times on this show, I'm not impressed with any of these guys, but they seem it, they seem to like this guy, man, and it seems like he's going number one, and I, I, the, the Browns better be right. They better be. They better see. This is why they get paid the big bucks, Spade, and we get we we get paid to see and talk about it. They better be right because if they wrong, this sets the franchise back another 10 years. This is why Cleveland hasn't been good. They keep picking the wrong guys. They keep picking the wrong guys. So before you before you talk about Oswald Spade, the homie MK was like, you know what? Shout out to MK. He was like, maybe they don't need to take a QB first. Maybe they need to go another route. Me, me and you agreed. Maybe they uh, uh, get Chubb or somebody else. Maybe they need to go another route. And get a quarter. Mk said he'd go over another route and draft a quarterback next year. You look at the quarterbacks next year. I'm not. I'm not impressed with those guys neither. Look at the, who coming out next year that you impressed with. Not none of these guys to me. Like I said, right? They seem to be. It seemed like they know it's not is not any good prospects coming out at quarterback next year unless somebody just plays out their mind in college football next year. I think the scouts know if we're going to get a quarterback, it got to be this draft. This is one of the most heavy drafts with quarterbacks in a long time. So we got to get one of these guys, especially I feel like the Browns had some pressure because they screwed the pooch numerous times missing on what didn't draft Watson didn't draft Wentz, didn't draft draft. Well, golf went uh, number one,
0: you know, but I think they screwed the
1: pooch and they feel like they got to go get a franchise quarterback right now. And I hope they better be right. Spray. Talk to me about Brock though. Brock Osweiler, this guy right here is, is
0: one of those guys that cashed in when it was time to cash in. You know, you you are worth what you can get somebody to pay you. He was able to get that one big contract, and then everybody realized, wait a minute, this guy is not what we thought he Boy. was. Last year, the uh, Broncos brought him back for the, the league minimum, and even after that, he's able to get another opportunity to sign with the Dolphins as a backup. It is the plan for him to back up. Ryan Tannehill. I don't expect him to threaten Ryan Tannehill's position whatsoever. At the same time, Ryan Tannehill's coming out for ACL injury. You don't know how that's going to affect him. Ryan Tannehill's ability to get the ball downfield sometimes was predicated on him being somewhat mobile. Let's not forget this guy was once upon a time a wide receiver. And you got to speak on the fact that the Dolphins have been unloading to clear cap space and some of that unloading included sending Pouncey out of there. Mm. So, I mean, Pouncey missed some time last season for injury as well. So, I mean, do I like it? Absolutely not. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of the guy. At the same time, I guess you could argue that when he was good, he showed flashes. I don't know, bro. I I don't know what the hell we doing. Like like I said, I get it that we clear clearing cap space. I don't know what free agent we looking at. I don't know what we clearing all the space for. I just got to trust the process. <laughs> Brock Osweiler continues to get Job opportunities. You just got through talking about Tyrod Taylor, who, you know, for some odd reason, Tyrod still got people thinking he's trash. He's here with the Browns, who I feel like have put pieces around him, especially if they decide they want to take Saquon Barkley or a good running back. They got pieces around Tyrod. Tyrod probably playing with some of the best offensive talent he's played with, other than at running back, where he had Shady McCoy. But he's playing with great talent, and they still don't trust him. Like, Tyrod is there, and they still looking to replace him ASAP. And then you got uh, Brock Osweiler who keeps getting job after job after job, despite the fact that we realize he is not who we thought he was. If if
1: people calling Tyrod Taylor trash, then they better be calling Brock Osweiler trash. Yeah, Brock Brock should be
0: out the lead by those standards, but what do I know? You ain't lying. Well, if you confused by that, you're going to be confused about this next segment. Let's move forward, man. We got to talk about another player who's a free agent who seems like a good catch, getting no bites, all right? Let's talk about ex-San Francisco 49ers safety, Eric Reed. Eric Reed uh notably busted on the scene making plays <laughs> as a, rook- <laughs> yeah, <you're laughs> as immature, a rookie You immature, bro. <laughs> is this is what you get on strong plays, plays so much, a, baby. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Spade. My bad. <laughs> making plays as a rookie safety for the 49ers, man. His rookie season, he had a 77 combined tackle mark um, had four interceptions had two fumble recoveries and 11 pass uh, deflections the guy's already been to the Pro Bowl he is definitely a hell of a safety, you can't argue that four interceptions in his rookie year, three in his sophomore year, then he went through a series of coaching changes, he's seen the Chip Kelly era, he came in he came in on the, um, I hate when I have these brain farts, what's buddy's name coach of the, uh, The Wolverines now came in in the hardball era, survived through the Chip Kelly era last year. He saw his third head coach in, in five years, three head coaches in five years. And with all those different coaching scheme changes, things change. DC's change. OC's change. And his numbers took a hit as a result of it. But in a five-year career, over 250 tackles. We're talking about two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, uh, 10 interceptions, and 35 pass. Uh, deflections or breakups, whatever you want to call them. The guy is not getting any office LaParis. Now let's talk about the elephant in the room. This guy was also side by side with Colin Kaepernick, sometimes arm lock, taking a knee when Colin Kaepernick was taking a knee. He spoke out after the first weekend of free agency, when he didn't get any bites and everybody gave us the same story. They gave us with cap. It's early. Mm-hmm. He just got to be patient. First, yeah, he's got to wait until the better safeties are signed. Of course, they're going to go after the Honey Badger first. And I was like, I like the Honey Badger, but the Honey Badger don't really stay on the field much. He spent some time on injured reserve. A lot of time on injured reserve, if we're being honest, and he got signed up before Eric Reed. and now we're seeing some other names get signed and still no bites for Eric Reed. Now, I know what it is. You know what it is, LaParis. I ain't going to ask you what do you think it is. We already know what the hell is going on. We've seen this movie already. Yeah. What I'm going to ask you is, do you think any team – stands up, grows a pair, and signs Eric Reid.
1: The bad thing is it's, they acting like it's not teams out here that need a safety, like the Dallas Cowboys. Need. We need a safety. They don't safety. care what they need, bro. We need, they don't care what they need. Man, we need a safety. I'm going to tell you who else could use a safety because they got their own little issues. The Seattle Seahawks, they just lost damn near their whole secondary. Now, I know Earl Thomas, we don't know what's going to happen with Earl, and Cam Chancellor got a neck injury that people are, I'm doing quote fingers, you know, maybe he have to retire. Like he may have to retire mm-hmm. because of this a hey, neck injury. They don't need a safety. Mm-hmm. They don't need a safety. Like, I, I would love for the Cowboys to take a shot. You know, removing um Byron Jones to, to corner where I think he he'll be a better uh asset. If we can get a hitter like Eric like I would I would love it. I wanna I wanna say Still young. You know what crazy thing is old, we, bro. we were gonna talk this last week, but people were saying, no, y'all gotta wait, y'all jump in the gun. It's, it's early. Twirling. Wait. So I said, Spade, let's give him a week. Let's give if he don't even have an interview in a week, then we gotta talk it. Come on, man. It, 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 this is jacked up. This is jacked up. And not Spade. He came out and said I feel like the NFL and the owners and they are proving a point like, yo, you're going to do it our way or it's going to be the highway because now he came out and said, he's not even going to protest this year. Now he, now, mm-hmm. I mean, the man got a family. The man got bills. The man got to make a living. Yep. So I know somebody's going to yep. say, well, he should have thought about that before he was started kneeling. No, right is right and wrong is wrong. And if this guy don't get a job this year, Morgan Burnett got signed, uh, Tyron Matthew got signed. Ain't nobody gonna tell me it's another it's a, a third another safety that's better than Eric Reed. If you want to argue uh, Honey Badger better or Morgan Morgan Burnett better, fine. But you can't tell me it's not 30 30 something teams in the league. And don't none of them need a safety with uh, Eric Reed a 26 Come on, man. year old Pro Bowl safety. Come on, man. Twenty six. Come on, man. If this was
0: Madden offseason, you guys would be putting your bids in on Eric you Reed ain't lying. so fast. Come on, man. It wouldn't even be able it, it, to refresh. It, it, it.
1: And now the man came out and said he's not even going to protest this year, man. The man, he got to make a living because he see he see what's happening. He see what's happening. Mm-hmm. He, it, it's messed up, man. It, it's messed up. I, I don't have the answer, but it, it's wrong. Right is right and wrong is wrong. If this ain't right, man, leave a bad taste in my mouth, man. Yeah, same, man. Same.
0: Like I said, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it. We know what it is. I, my guess, I'm going to be honest. Um, I hate to admit it, but I don't. I don't think he. I, I don't think he uh gets an offer. I don't. I don't think he plays football this coming up season, which is just retarded. Like it's just it's ludicrous for him to not. If he doesn't get a deal, it's just straight out ludicrous. But I don't think he's gonna get offered one because I think if they offer him one, then the conversation comes why him and not Cap. So they kind of can't deviate from the game plan. They've already decided you can. You can beat your wife. You can hit your girlfriend. You can do all that stuff and get second chances. But if you take a knee during the National Anthem, you can't get any more chances in our league. This is the message they're sending, and it's loud and clear.
1: Spade, it's going to have to take – it's going to have to be somebody – and I'm not saying th- these guys will do it. But it it'll have to be somebody like a Belichick, like a uh Mike Tomlin. They need a safety. If I'm not mistaken, they just cut Mike Mitchell. They need a safety. The still need say- a safety.
0: Like, That's true, but I'm gonna tell you what Eric Reed said. Eric Reed said it's 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 not the it's not the GMs, it's not the coaches, it's not the GMs that don't want to give these players chances. It's the owners, yeah. and we just got through talking about the fact that Eric Reed got a family he got to take care of too. Guess what? Belichick got one that he got to take care of too. So it don't matter what these coaches and GMs want to do. If the guy who signed they check say no, guess what they're doing? No, they ain't doing a damn thing. It's crazy,
1: and, and they leave a bad taste in my mouth, man. I'm ready to move on. Right. You ready to move on? Let's get it. Got to take it to New York. My neck of the world, Spade. Got to take it to New York. If you guys didn't know, but they actually Jesus. playing Jersey. Shout out to the New Jersey Giants. No, I ain't no shout out to them. I'm a Cowboys fan. F the Giants. But, Spade. Wow. <laughs> the, the New Damn. York Giants. The New York Giants traded JPP to the Buccaneers, Spade. Like, Buccaneers, we were talking about the Buccaneers, we did them on a little, when we was doing our little GM draft, You said that the Buccaneers mm-hmm. need some pass rushers, and boy did they go get one, they went and got JPP from the Giants, yep. talk to me about this trade, how do you feel about JPP now joining the Buccaneers? I like it, I mean you can't do anything but
0: like it, JPP got emotional at the press conference where he was talking about joining Tampa. And he said he get emotional when he talks about his injury, but he said that injury proved to him that he was unstoppable. Mm. And he felt like he had to prove to other people that he was unstoppable. Obviously, you gotta feel bad anytime you hurt yourself, and it really could have impacted his career. He proved that he won't let it slow him down, and I feel like it made him work more. I feel like he appreciates it more. He realizes this opportunity is a rare one. And I think they got him a real one. Now I feel like they need to go ahead and draft Rashad Penny, like I said. But uh, you know that's neither here nor there. They definitely got him a real one in
1: JPP. Yeah, man. I, let me. It was a. It was a couple of. I watched it. You know, I, I live up here, so of course the Giants are always on TV. And there was a couple of people on that Giants line that I was. all I mean, I mean, I was watching football when Lawrence Teller. So of course Lawrence Teller was one of them. But I mean, in the recent years, Michael Strahan was one. Justin mm-hmm. Tuck was one. And JPP, mm-hmm. Them them guys right I'm there. Especially is. Lawrence Teller, man. Lawrence Teller and JPP, straight hand tuck. I used to hate the play the Giants because them guys used to just wreak havoc. They used to wreak havoc. So mm-hmm. I'm happy that JPP is no longer in the division and he's down there. And he going to wow. he gonna That's petty. Yeah, he ain't coming at the my QB no more. <laughs> so I'm happy about that. But I mean I like to trade for the Bucks. The Bucks need they got to build that defense. They got to build that defense. And I mean, you're adding a guy. You're adding a guy that, that can potentially get you double-digit sacks. And, I, and I think I agree with you, Spade. That injury showed me that JPP determination is on another level. Like, when you go through that injury, mm-hmm. you could easily just be like, well, it's over. I ain't going to be the same player. I messed up. I'm not the same guy. And not, not, not just guy. that,
0: Lepers, Go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off, but not just that. Him coming back was only half of it because if he came back and he still couldn't have an impact, he knew what the discussion was going to be. So he had to tell himself, not only do I have to come back and still play football, I got to come back and still be a force Word. because if I'm not who they remember me being, they're going to, they're going to laugh. They're going to point. They're going to, and he know that he know it. So not only did he come back, he came back and prove he still can get to that quarterback. And I'm going to tell you Matt Ryan and drew Brees down there. Ooh. Y'all better watch your ass. Cause he's on the way he on the way. I believe he, it. On, the he on, the way. on the way.
1: And the crazy thing is, uh, like I said, uh I, I like the trade. Giants I think the Giants got some picks, so they can they can build, they they need offensive line help. They definitely need some offensive line help. Maybe they'll draft some yep. old linemen, maybe they'll draft a running back. I don't know, know, because it's, it's reports out there that the Giants may take a QB at number two, Spade. Wow. I actually don't think they will. Oh, you think it's a smoke screen? Yep.
0: Now hey, who knows? Y'all been killing me about my uh my little top ten mock draft, but I actually, at first, I thought they was, but now I, I don't think they do. I think they grab one later in the draft, but
1: we'll see. Hmm. We'll I don't see. Mm, they might try to put the screws to the to the Jets, babe. I don't know. They might try to put the screws. Jets don't.
0: Jets don't care. They traded. They traded. They they gave away every ace <laughs> they had in their hand for a number three pick. Yeah. Jets don't care. They'll take whoever y'all don't want. <laughs> yeah, you ain't lying. Jets.
1: You ain't lying. Hey. I, I like the trade, and I'm glad JPP is definitely out of our division. Get him out of here because he used to kill us. Shout out to JPP. And, I mean, like I said, it showed a lot about his determination because he could have easily just, Back. that. you know, that injury could have happened and he could have been like, it's over. I got some bread. I signed a big contract. It's a wrap. But that dude was still out there balling. If I'm not mistaken, I think he had eight and a half or nine sacks last year. Mm-hmm. Like, that's amazing. Give me nine sacks right now on the Cowboys. I'll be happy. Why didn't he trade him to us?
0: Go ahead, Spade. If y'all whole team get nine sacks, it has shocked me. But anyway, oh, let's go ahead and talk about this. First NBA of all, David stuff, Irvin uh, went wild last so year. I ain't about to let you slander the Cowboys. I did not slander y'all. That's you solid. said if the whole team get it.
1: nine sacks, David I, Irvin had about 15 I, sacks. Paris
0: knows. The parents knows I woke up this morning with a migraine. I took some meds. Sometimes I'm talking out the side of my neck, bro. I don't know what I'm saying. That's my bad. That was an accident. Let's talk about the association, man. The greatest professional league in the history of professional leagues. Stop it. Stop it. We don't even know when they season start and stop. Anyway, (laughs) folks, uh, let's start our NBA segment in San Antonio, Texas, man. And I'm sure you guys have heard it's it's some, some puzzling stuff man. going on down there. It's some head-scratching stuff going on down there. And we're talking about the fact that Kawhi Leonard, and no, this is not about him and Jordan Brand not being able to agree on a shoe deal. Apparently, man, nobody has any idea when Kawhi is returning from injury. So let me update you guys on that so you'll know where we at before we get into the segment. Kawhi had a quad injury last year, last season. He was expected to miss two to three weeks Instead, my man has only played nine games of, what, 75, 76 games so far this season. Mm. And the strange thing about this is the Spurs medical staff has cleared Kawhi to play. Kawhi has instead went to get a second opinion, and his team of medical people hasn't cleared him with no expected ETA of when he's going to be cleared. To further complicate the situation, they said at practice Kawhi plays 3v3 with the team videographers. He over there giving them buckets, but he don't feel like he's ready for 5v5 action. Now let's get on what happened, the reason why we bringing this up. Tony Parker led a team players only meeting where a lot of things was discussed, but one of which was the team trying to talk Kawhi into coming back, and they said that at times things got heated this is the report that leaked out somebody gonna go talk to the media at times it got a little heated and at the end of the meeting at the conclusion of the meeting the team still has no idea when Kawhi is playing now hold on now danny green who's actually a friend of Kawhi, took offense to the way the story leaked out he said a meeting it wasn't just about him this is his quote he says it was a meeting for the team nobody was frustrated took anything the wrong way and we were communicating like adults. We don't have personalities in our locker room to be coming at each other. That's not the type of team we are. We're not an emotional team. So in the locker room, we don't get emotional either. We just talk like adults. <clears throat> the past. before I throw this to you, let me tell you something that also came out this week that got me looking at Tony Parker a little crazy. In an interview, Tony Parker said that he had the same type of quad injury, but a hundred times worse than Kawhi's. That's what he said. Now he had this injury last season. He missed some time. I think he may have missed two or three months, and he came back in the same season. He said he never seeked a second opinion. Nobody knows his body better than the Spurs medical staff, and he trusts them. LaParis, is this shade on Kawhi. What the hell is going on in San Antonio, and do you see Kawhi back with the Spurs Wait, ever?
1: This is the weirdest. It's bizarre, it's bro. the weirdest situation I ever heard. It just keeps getting weird. I like it. It's it. I like it. it keep, first of all, I don't see Kawhi back. I don't see Kawhi back, but Maybe. I can understand the Spurs. It, you know, first of all, Danny Green. I don't know the report I read. It didn't. It didn't say they was in there arguing with Kawhi. It didn't say that. So I don't know why he said it nope. well, You know, they wasn't talking like adults. I mean, it didn't say they weren't. They weren't. But anyway, I mean, I can understand the Spurs and Tony Parker and his other teammates' frustration. You 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 would assume Spade. You would assume, and I know what they say don't assume when you assume you make an ass out of yourself. But it's a very good assumption that if Kawhi was on the court, the Spurs let's just be. I'm gonna be generous. Are ten games better? Would you agree with that in the win column? Absolutely. Okay, so oh, the Spurs absolutely. are currently in six at forty three and thirty mm-hmm. Spade. If if Kawhi mm-hmm. plays played these games you would assume that they would at least win at least 10 more games that they lost. So they would be 53 and 20, 53 at and, least. That would be, they would be third in the West right now. Yes. I would be frustrated mm-hmm. that the the team doctor has cleared Kawhi to play and Kawhi is seeking a second opinion and they haven't cleared Kawhi and we sitting in sixth place. So you taking the team side on yes, this bro? Yes. Yes. I can understand. I can understand the, the spade. They are about two games out of not making the playoffs. We, we talked about the Spurs as a franchise on this show way back when, maybe last year, saying they are like a model franchise. They have been a model of consistency. They've been in the playoffs for like 20-something years. They are, Spade, they are two games back of not being in the playoffs. And you add Kawhi. Okay. You add, I think you said Kawhi played what, six games, nine games? Nine. Yeah, you. if he at least played... 25 games, you would assume they would have won 10 of them, of the ones they lost? So they would be 53 and 20 and they would be in third in the West. Like, I, 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 I gotta side with the team here, Spade, but this this has truly been one of the weirdest situations about a player being injured, ever, ever, ever. Usually, okay, let me ask you Let me just say this, Spade, and then I'm gonna let you go. Usually when it comes to okay. injury, your teammates be like, yo, we want them to be it was kind of like the John Wall situation when they was, it was some people was uh, speculating that the Wizards were better without John Wall. We can see that they're not. And right. it, it's kind of like that. They were, The Wizards teammates was like, nah, we're not saying that. We know we need John Wall. John Wall is the leader of this team. We want John Wall to be healthy. The Spurs, Spurs teammate, his teammates are frustrated. And they're coming out like, for Tony yeah. Parker to say he had the same quad injury, I'm going to let you speak more on that. But that's. That, that's un, that's unheard of it's weird it's weird it's weird let me ask you this
0: first of all I agree with you in the fact that his team is clearly frustrated now you know how the Spurs are ran they got a very by the book almost almost a military-esque I agree with you type of vibe I agree. Over there. you know what I'm saying so for them to release any type of comment or statement, it shows that the frustration level is high. I got a quote right here from Manu Ginobili. He says, and I quote, "He's not coming back. For me, he's not coming back because it's not helping to think that Kawhi is returning. We fell for it a week ago again. This ain't the first time they thought he was coming yeah. back and he didn't. Yeah. I guess you guys now you blaming the media. Space, 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 space. Let me
1: cut you off. Go real quick. ahead. Then there, uh, then he will come back, show a little flash." Show a little flash. They win a game and be like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then he'll be out. Like, he'll be out again. Like, he'll come back, play one of those nine games he played, look amazing, and then he'll be out again. I, it's weird, bro. It's weird. Listen,
0: <laughs> he mad at the media. He said, I guess you guys made us fall for it, but we have to think that he's not coming back. <laughs> that we are who we are and that we got to fight without him. That shouldn't be changing, at least until he is ready for the jump ball. Now, look. Kawhi said there's still some tenderness. Now I know you. If I don't know anything about you, Laparis, I know that you are a pro the athlete, making sure the athlete is okay. Now we look at Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy could have had a great Hall of Fame esque right. career, and this man didn't because he rushed back about the damn Blazers. All right, Kawhi says I know what hey, they're telling me, they and, and they I know what I feel. Kawhi, I still feel tenderness he says i still feel tenderness so if if you know how you feel the past i don't feel i don't give a shit what the doctors say i don't feel good and you got your team pressing you like bro tony parker went out that long and and you know according to the medical records he had a more severe choir injury than you when are you gonna be back you don't think you'll feel like you don't feel like you will get defensive. Like, look, man, almost, I know what I feel. It's been almost two I don't years, ain't feel it? okay. It's been almost two years, bro. He don't feel okay, bro. On, he man. don't feel okay. I see hot on it and then suit up. I, I, you know what? Go ahead. I, I'm torn. If I'm the Spurs players, they got every right that want an answer. Kawhi, what's going on, bro? Do you not? Do you just don't want to play with us anymore, or what? And, and if it, we want you, and, we
1: need you to be a part of this if, team. Spade, hey, One thing I expect to get from you at all times, especially when we have having like personal conversations is the real if if you if you mad at me or we have a argument homies. about something give me the real i th- i feel like Kawhi. maybe i'm wrong i feel like Kawhi and those guys done been through it enough that he should at least give him the real to be th- the same way i felt about katie and russ if katie was leaving if they was friends the way if they was friends the way they say they were katie shouldn't have never bounced without telling his homie and i feel like Kawhi always word. to them to be like yo this is the situation he
0: doesn't. That's the key word. You're operating under the assumption that they're friends. They co-workers, bro. They co-workers. We don't know if Kawhi vibe with any of these dudes right. like that. Yeah, I mean, he got a we weird personality, We don't know if he vibed with too. any of these dudes. And he got to... Fe- I know if I was truly hurt. I'm going to tell you, man. One of the biggest pet peeves of mine, one of the most offensive things is to be telling the truth and have somebody accuse you of lying. That shit is infuriating. So if you know... Oh God, I know... By all accounts, I should feel right, but I don't. I still feel tenderness. I'm not me. I don't feel right. And I got my team coming at me on some, all right, bro, what's up? You're going to play? Bro, I know I already told y'all I don't, feel, I don't feel good. I can't tell you no more than that. I can't give you an ETA. I don't have an ETA. When I feel like I can play, I'll be back. Until then, I'm not risking my career for these Spurs. Mess around. I'm out the league because y'all trying to make the playoffs. Who, who cares if they make the playoffs? Do we see them winning it, even with Kawhi? Hell no. Hell, I'm not risking it for the Spurs to make the playoffs, if I'm Kawhi. Can, I'm not. I,
1: I'm just saying I totally understand their frustration, man. They on the verge of not making the – they sit – they they are tied – To hell tied, with them playoffs. They are actually tied with fifth with, with uh the the Pels, but I guess the Pels might have the tiebreaker. That's why they ahead of them, but – spade they are on the verge of not making it and you gotta feel right. why they 10 game at least and i'm being generous at least 10 games better they might be they might be in it for that second seed uh, ahead of ahead of golden state i don't know spade i don't know man this is one of the That'd weirdest right. situations pertaining to injury ever ever it is and, and you know what's crazy this goes into a
0: a free agency like this is this is a contract year for Kawhi, right if I'm not
1: mistaken, it is. If you're the
0: Spurs, if you're the Spurs, you can't offer Kawhi more money than any other team. You don't even know if he want to be there. You don't even know if he want to play. Maybe he don't want to play for the Spurs. Maybe he, maybe he having second thoughts about playing in the NBA. Maybe he don't want to play at all. You don't know. You don't even know if you should offer him this thing. At one point in time, they were saying one of Kawhi's issues was that he didn't feel like the Spurs could lure a top free agent to the team. I just heard somebody say this week, a very valid point. When they brought over LaMarcus Aldridge, he was one of the top five free
1: agents of that year. They just brought over a top free agent. And, and, LaMarcus Aldridge. And I got to give you credit. I they it you his You had all. a man in, in your top fives, and he been eating. He been eating, bro. Yeah. He been eating. I mean, he ain't got no choice. Kawhi Hurt.
0: I don't know, man. It, it's, it's very strange. And if I'm his teammates, I do feel like I, I want to talk to him, and I I just want to know like, are you okay? Like, you know, keep it real with us. Do do you just not want to play? Is it us? Do you not like so you us? You think that's what happened? Do you to not me? like Tony Parker? Yeah, but if I'm him and I'm genuinely hurt, I think I'm offended. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I've already told y'all what's up. I don't feel 100%. I don't care what these doctors say. They can't feel for me. They can tell me what they see in them x-rays and MRIs all they want to. They can't feel for me. I don't feel like I'm 100% and I'm not risking my longevity for a damn playoff spot. Well, we're going to end up getting that work to the Rockets. Maybe not the Rockets because you don't know. But we're going to end up losing anyway. Will play, Nobody in will play Portland even in the respect that even with Kawhi. The day. Ah, shit. That might be a GG already. That might be a GG. Who knows? Nah, I'm not risking the longevity of my career for a playoff berth for this year. Matter of fact, hell, we don't make the playoffs. Maybe if y'all stop trying so hard, we don't make the playoffs. Maybe we get a good draft pick. It's too late now. But we come back next year. I'm healthy. You got L.A. And we got another young player to help us be even better. I'm not risking it. Nope. Not risking it. And I damn sure don't want to hear Tony Parker talking. Because Tony should have jumped. He should have got in the
1: passenger side of Tim Duncan's Uh, car and left with Tim anyway. Hey. This is, I'm interested to know, Spurs, is it any Spurs fans? I mean, talk about to get Spurs fans a hard time, especially Spurs women, women from San Antonio. A lot of them them left with Tim
0: Duncan. That's probably, bro, that's probably why Tony Parker ain't get in the car. Them fans was in the car with him.
1: A lot of them left with Tim Duncan. (laughs) A lot of them. I mean, is it any left? If it is, Spurs fans, let me know how y'all feel about this situation with Kawhi, San Antonio, what's going on down there in the Alamo. Because I have no clue This has I've been watching sports For a very long time This is truly One of the weirdest Situations Ever pertaining to injury Weird man You ready to move on? Yes sir Speaking of one injury Going to another We gotta take it up to Boston Now you know how I say, You already know how we feel About Boston Boston I love that place I love that place Listen <laughs> Some of the
0: best seafood In the world so Some I of the best know. what? seafood. Listen,
1: man. I'm Total allergic. If, if you guys don't know, Kyrie Irving uh-huh. is out for three to six more weeks to uh-huh. have a knee procedure. Spade, uh-huh. you know, in the beginning, we thought, okay, Kyrie just gonna get a little... The, the Celtics can stay afloat. They can keep it together. Spade, this injury looks like is bigger than what people thought it, it was. And, oh, yeah. um... I got to ask you, homie, are the Celtics in trouble?
0: Uh, Absolutely, bro. And not even just because of this. First of all, understand this. I didn't even know this, LaParis, but in doing my research for this segment, I found out that this same procedure that, I got the direct quote, that the Celtics are calling, and and I quote, a minimally invasive surgery. That's what they referring to it as. I'm hearing this same surgery Kyrie used as leverage to get out of Cleveland. Word on Mm -hmm. the streets is he told Cleveland if they don't trade him, he was going to go ahead and have this procedure, which was going to take him off the court for the Cavs anyway. So Mm -hmm. that lets you know he's been pondering having this. And I want to assume that Kyrie tried to go without having it. You know, he was out there. He was hooping it. What is he averaging? 24 points a game or something. Like, he was actually getting it in. He was eating. You got to be concerned, man, if – If Kyrie wants to have this procedure, that means it ain't going too good. The discomfort level is either not going down or it's actually getting worse. Look, the team is kind of beat up over there, and you know who looked like they wanted? LeBron James. So if you Kyrie, you might as well go ahead and have this procedure. Once again, don't put your team making the playoffs or going far in the playoffs over the longevity of your career. Have this procedure. Get right. I think it's time for Boston to go ahead and take it down. Like, they can't tank officially. They're going to the postseason, y'all. Yeah. But I mean. they already
1: in, if I'm not mistaken. They ain't.
0: They are. They are. It's time to go ahead and adjust your
1: expectations. The team is beat up. And, hey, man, go ahead and. See, it's not. You that's, want that's, Kyrie? That's, you need Kyrie? That's why they in trouble. Of course they need Kyrie. I mean, he was the. he. I mean, not to mention Gordon Hayward going down, what, game one of the year. He went down. Mm -hmm. Now Kyrie, you know, at least you still had Kyrie, so you at least can salvage some hope. But now Kyrie leaving, then you will. Marcus Smart injured. Uh, Jalen Brown injured. I mean, I mean, we never know if Al Horford gonna be in and out of lineup. He he get concussed like he got on show the badness in the helmet. Right. Goodness. I mean, I want. I'm. I'm. I gotta. Boston. I gotta tell you now. Terry Rozier. He been playing out of his mind. He been looking great. He been looking great. Terry Rozier said, "Next man up," and he's been balling. But he's no Kyrie. Let's be honest. He's no Kyrie. And just because he balled in the regular season, you have to have, you want to have to make big shots in the playoffs. You want to have to play superb defense in the playoffs. And with guys, they, I don't know when Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown and those guys are going to come back. You're going to need those guys to defend. Right now, if they was to the play, if the playoffs started today, the they would play Miami. And the way Miami been looking, I mean. Kelly O, I mean Kelly Linick and James Johnson. I mean Whiteside been out, and they was like Whiteside who Whiteside side be the who. I mean Kelly O been hooping. You gotta, he has. You gotta look at, you gotta look at Boston. Like it's a wrap. I'm sorry, Boston. Like I said, I had the Cavs coming out the East anyway. But you gotta look at them now with no Kyrie. Sorry, Boston. It's over for you guys. So it's over. It's been Get a, good a year. Just, just retool and get the- right for next year. Gordon Hayward to be back. I hope they don't. Do you think they would try to pressure Gordon Hayward, especially if Kyrie? They said no. Kyrie three to six weeks. And
0: Hell no. They were no. saying that Look, they could potentially
1: I- have Gordon Hayward back for the playoffs. Would you force it? Nope. No. Nope. Look,
0: I think at some point I read Hayward was thinking he could possibly get on the court this season, and Boston said no, thank you. No, thank you. It ain't even no risking. Nah, yeah, we good. It's not worth past, it. I don't know if you know this, bro. This is the same knee that Kyrie initially injured in 2015. Mm. So you got to be concerned, bro. That was three whole years ago. Mm. Got to be concerned. Yeah, you got to shut him down. You got to make sure you get the procedure. He's a young guy. You want to get all you can get out of the Kyrie I love, Irving I love, I love, career. You know I
1: love Kyrie. He's from Jersey. He's from Jersey. You know I love Kyrie. He's, he's from, from
0: Melbourne, Australia.
1: Bro. He he lived in Jersey damn near all his life. He's from Jersey, but Spade, I gotta ask you. Australian to me, and and you don't you don't have to answer. I'm just gonna leave it in the air. uh, Matter of fact, don't answer. It's rhetorical. It's rhetorical. Did Boston get finesse in the trade?
0: Hell no. I'm answering that. Hell no. They get finesse. Hell no. Okay.
1: I mean. Hell no. mm? Okay. Okay.
0: The parents, you know what we should call this episode? We should call this entire episode of our podcast, The Head Scratches. <laughs> Man, we talked about Johnny Manziel having 13 teams to show up. Eric Reed getting no offer. We talked about the Spurs meeting. We talked about Kyrie injury. All this stuff is head scratching. I got another head scratching segment I want to talk to you about, bro. Okay. Let's go over to L.A. Let's talk about the new face of the Lakers. Oh, Magic Randy? Johnson 2.0. Julius Randy? Magic Johnson 2.0. Yeah, I'm Julius talking Randy? about
1: Lonzo. I'm talking about Lavar's oh, boy, Lonzo. Lord. Oh, oh, the unofficial right. ball brother got to keep his brother old. Oh, Let's Lord. talk about Lonzo. Jesus Christ. Yo, I, I honestly I, think, I, yo, you know what, Spade? I need my cut, bro. Cut the check. Cut the check. I know. Because I know uh, LeVar over there cutting you a check to mention Lonzo on every damn show. He getting mentioned Listen, just man. as much as James Harden
0: catching up wow all i want to do is share the knowledge that i have with the world bro if that's a sin then cast your stone to me bro let's talk about lonzo i'm gonna be honest with you bro this is the most confusing thing i've ever seen before in my life i want to talk about lonzo ball shooting how bro all right so look lonzo ball wasn't a bad shooter at ucla he wasn't I can remember an interview, I think this interview was with Carrie Champion, and she said, you got a funny shooting motion, like, what are they calling that, slingshot? He said, I don't don't know what people call it, I just call it wet. I was like, oh, I like that. Mm, It's been kind of dry, it's been kind of desert dry since he's been in the league, and what's strange is he had a stretch of a few games where he was looking like he had it figured out. He was shooting. And now, bruh, when I tell you my man can't get right, he can't get right. How does a guy for about 10 games, and I know that's a very small sample size, but how does a guy for about 10 games look like the best three-point shooter in the league go from that to dead last in shooting from the perimeter? LaParis, I got some numbers. Let me share these numbers with you, bro. I thought you was asking me that question. I was about to answer, but go ahead. Well, I want you to answer, but first let me give you some numbers. This man just played against the Pelicans. He shot one of twelve from three. The Paris. That's eight percent. That's eight percent, bro. I got some more shoot numbers that's gonna baffle you. How about four for thirteen? One of eight. One of six. One of seven. One of eight. Mm. Look, against San Antonio, he shot six of ten. Against Atlanta, he shot three of three. Against Miami, he shot two of three. But I'm talking about the 1 of 12, 4 of 13, 1 of 8, 1 of 8, mm. 1 of 7, 1 of 6. Is it mental? Because we have seen Lonzo Ball shoot threes and shoot it well. What is wrong with – you can't blame it on LeVar. LeVar in Lithuania, I think. What's going on with Lonzo, bro?
1: It's 100 – This ain't rhetorical. I need
0: a real damn answer for my brother. He hurts.
1: It's 100% – confidence and mental is in his mind is it confidence he, he took 12 of them oh spade it, I, yeah but you want to know they was the shakiest 12 three-point shots you, like he wanted to shoot him but his confidence was shaky it was like pump fake pump fake dribble up if you've seen them shots you'll be like man he ain't shooting that shot with confidence he's not he's not mm. and that's the problem and the crazy thing spade me and you have a lot of conversations about sports, about basketball. I mean, up. about football too, but just sports. And, and I ain't talking about just one essay. Yes, we we do this. I'm talking about off camera, and we talk about guys like a James Harden. When when they when they understand that their shot is not falling tonight, they 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 do things to get themselves to the line. They pull mm-hmm. mid ranges. They have a, a shooter. Has to see the ball go in the cup. They got to see the ball go in, so they get veterans, they get though. easy shots like free throws or go get layups and stuff like that. And I now I watch a lot. I stay up late a lot of nights because I like watching the Lakers play. They're an exciting team. Julius out. I thought it was because you didn't
0: of- like sleep. No, that's not why.
1: I, oh, I like right. watching the Lakers play. I used to stay up late to watch Golden State, but I don't want to see their JV team every night. So I watch the Lakers. I don't want to see Golden State JV team. I watch the Lakers. That's petty. Because Julius Randle been playing out his mind. Kyle Kuzma looking like the steal of the draft. Like, he's amazing. No looking like. He's that guy. Yeah, he's amazing. Brooke Lopez. Your boy Brooke Lopez, I don't know if you've been keeping up. He back. Brooke Lopez has been going wheels. So, the the Lakers are an exciting team. Carver Pope even been balling out there. The Lakers are an exciting team to watch. I like watching them play. He not, Lonzo Ball is not shooting that ball with confidence. I have seen Lonzo Ball numerous times give up easy layups to dish for an outside shot. And I'm like, just take the layup. You just have to see the ball go in the cup. Just look, just see the ball go in. Step in the perimeter a little. Don't take 15-3, step in the perimeter. Pull a mid-range, pull a, pull a shot around the free throw line. Let's see if that works. Let's see if that goes in. I don't know why he's just out there jacking, especially He's not getting to the free throw line either, Spade. That's something else I don't like. He not, That's because he's shooting butt-naked threes. Ain't nobody within 10 I, feet I know, to foul I know, him. I know, nobody
0: foul you when you butt-naked at the arc. Shouldn't he pull these threes if he wide-ass
1: open the pairs? I don't seen know. Him Take mid-threes. a dribble and pull a mid-range, Spade. Dribble and pull a mid-range. He has to see the ball go in the hoop. He's not shooting with confidence right now. His mental. I mean, His jump shot don't look as bad as Markel, folks. But... Well, we ain't seen him shoot. I mean, we seen Mark video on him before. Mike and and he got the same hitch. Charles Buckley got in a golf club. <laughs> that is big facts. <laughs> the same damn hitch. But Lonzo out there jacking him. I don't feel he's shooting with confidence. Like I, you know, like I said, I stopped playing basketball in elementary school. I put shoulder pads and the helmet on. You tell me what the problem is, babe, because I don't know. I let me tell you I something. Mean, I play. Let me let me just say this real quick. And this, I play a lot of fan duel And Lonzo Ball. Is an amazing play. You guys do not know how amazing Lonzo is. If Lonzo Ball can shoot, yo, Lonzo Ball would easily be a 10K player on Fanduel because he had 40 points in that Pell game. He had 40 points and didn't hit a, hit a hit a hit a he didn't hit a lick. He didn't hit anything. He would he would be. I mean, if he was able to shoot, you guys don't even know the the uh, the uh, phenomenal player this guy would be. He's amazing. He's amazing at doing other things that other players, you you don't teach that stuff. You you can't teach it. He's amazing. And I I feel like, Spade, maybe I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like you can learn to score. I could be wrong. I feel like you can learn to score. I feel like you can get better at shooting. And It's only his rookie year. Might be being a little too hard on him. But I think think he's definitely going to get better at shooting and scoring. Getting to the cup as well as getting to the free throw line. I'm interested to know your thoughts. I'm afraid. Okay. okay. I'm afraid, Lapez. For your brother? I'm afraid. Not for I'm your afraid brother. for My brother Lonzo. Let
0: me tell you why. I've seen Lonzo who Lonzo can play. I, okay. I know people get people come at me about my support of Lonzo, but I think Lonzo can play. I think he's a hell of a player. Am I saying he's gonna be like the face of the league? I, I never said that. Spade, Even if, he he score, was, if he can score,
1: if he, he could score, he could be one of those guys that can average a triple double. He's the He
0: can score right now. He's averaging 10, seven and seven. So his scoring ain't even the problem in terms of the triple double. You need to get a few more dimes and a few more rebounds. Now the rebounds, you know how that go. You need your bigs to help out. As far mm. as the assists, they easier to get for a ball handler when people respect your shot, which right now they don't. You want me to tell you why I'm afraid, bro? Go ahead. Because I tell people all the time, skill is very important. I don't want for a second for this to come across. Like I'm saying, Hey, you don't need skill. You do. But you need confidence. And we have seen lack of confidence in mm-hmm. careers for NBA players. Look up, look, as LaParis say, do your Googles and look oh, up Nick Googles. Anderson. Look and see what happened to Nick Anderson. And, mm. and now you got folks saying that this story may or may not have happened. But I read a story about Michael Jeffrey Jordan and Muggsy Bogues. Go do your Googles on that story as well. We're talking about two players that had a whole career. So, like, this man ain't had a career. This is his first year. So if he can't get that confidence right, it could end him. You're talking about Nick Anderson, who had a sus- he had a successful career. He had that one meltdown at the free throw line and never bounced back from it. And it killed his career. Even though he had years of production that you would think would balance out that negative moment to his confidence. Mm. So Ball don't have years of success to balance out this negative moment. All he got is not being able to shoot and I've seen exactly what you're saying. Where they leaving him open and he's second guessing the shot. It's like you yeah. want to shoot, and he's got that little voice on the shoulder say, oh, you can't make it. And he's looking around for a teammate to be open. He wants somebody to bell him out. And then he's taking the shot, but he ain't wanting it. Yeah. And I'm scared. Now, if it's any slither of hope to hold on to, he ain't lost his sense of humor. A video surfaced this week of Trey Young, who recently declared himself going to the draft. Shooting around, and he was shooting like Lonzo, which was pretty weird because he he got that damn flick, he mastered it, but he's mm-hmm. shooting like Lonzo. And Lonzo Ball replied to the tweet and said, "I strongly urge you to keep your shot," which made mm-hmm. everybody laugh because Lonzo saying, "Hey, shooting like me ain't the wave. I can't hit the broadside of a barn with a beach ball from ten feet away." But I'm I'm worried. I, I look, I don't even know if it works, but he needs to start looking at hypnosis. He need. I, I don't know. Maybe we need to get LeVar ass out of Lithuania. Lead them other two goons over there, let them figure it out. Right now, you want to get them to the league, I understand it. But your Cash Cow, who's in the league, he needs you. He needs your confidence. Maybe we need Lavar saying, My son's better than Steph Curry right now. Lonzo gonna take this. Maybe that's what he needs. He needs something, bro. I'm worried.
1: I, I, I think I think he'd be alright, man. I just feel like I feel like this is one of those spurts. Mm. this is one of them spurts where he, he's mm. going. You he got to see the ball go through the hoop. Take them easy layups. Stop passing out. Stop passing out when you got a layup. You don't always got to get the assist. Be a little selfish and, and take the layup. Take the layup, homie. It's right there. You got to see the ball mm. going in the hoop. In that game, especially that Pels game, he did not see the ball going in the hoop, and he was not shooting that ball. Like They would swing it to him. It would be wide open. Nobody would even run out, and you could tell he did not want to take that shot, but he took it anyway. He took it anyway. And but first, let me I say I just one more. Like thing if he could have taken a couple of dribbles in, Spade, I felt like he could have probably hit a mid one of the mid ranges and seen the ball going up. You'd be like, Okay, okay, I, I I can do this. I can do this. You know what? I, I, I'm I, telling you, man, I like this kid. I think he's gonna be phenomenal, Spade. When I think he's gonna be phenomenal, man. How many years you given him to figure this shit up? Spay, you want to know what's crazy? I think he'll be all right next year, man. I think mm. he I think, he'll, I think he, will be all right because I think he will be a consistent player, especially I think you have a consistent jump shot next year. And by consistent, I ain't saying shooting all Steph Curry-ish. I'm talking about, you know, it will be respectable. People will – they won't be leaving him out there naked like they – I mean, they leaving him butt-ass naked out there. They won't be leaving him like that anymore. It will be respected next year. Lapez, let me tell you something. Go ahead. Dwight Howard is shooting
0: sixty seven percent from the charity stripe. Yeah. You wanna know what Lonzo Ball is shooting right now? What are you bro? shooting, bro? In the forties, forty six percent from the charity stripe. I, I mean, I told totally you. Twenty respect. plus percent yeah. worse than Dwight Howard at the yeah. charity strike. So it's not even a situation you say, well, he's not getting fouls. maybe Bro,
1: he don't even want to go to the charity strike. He he I mean I'm he's taking two, he taking like two games, babe. Bro, I'm worried. Okay. I'm worried, I mean, Lonzo. That's your brother. I just I just think, I, I see, I watch this kid play a lot, and I see things, and I be like, man, this kid is phenomenal, man. If he can ever get this jumper right. I, mean, I hate to be I, this let person, but I got to ask you a question. You a let question. me ask you a question. Who are you no. more concerned for, Lonzo Ball or Markel Foltz? Lonzo Ball?
0: No way, Markel daddy ain't, listen, Markel folks daddy ain't on TV talking about how great his son is. Anybody talking about Markel folks,
1: bro? Space. How many? Seen, how many
0: times have we talked Markel folks on our show? We have seen guards can shoot Once.
1: before still be phenomenal. Rondo, to come to mind, Rondo averaged like eight points, but he was getting like nine boards and thirteen dimes. Want me to tell you the difference?
0: Go ahead. Rondo was never sold to be the face of a franchise. I never. mean, Markel folks was the number one overall pick, and they never sold him as the face of that franchise. I don't even know if it's I mean, Ben Simmons got, and MB, but I know who it is. ain't. It ain't, ain't
1: Fultz. They got
0: six number one draft picks. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying that pressure ain't there. This guy came into the league and they told us he is the face of the Lakers future. They got Isaiah Thomas coming off the bench for this kid who ain't making a shot. And I'm, I hate to be this person, but now I got to ask you a question. He just dropped a, uh, a rap album that people saying it's a pretty good album. Do you feel like he ain't taking this shit serious enough? I mean, should that, he really that, that, be spending time be, in the studio?
1: Should he be in the, be the gym figuring out this argument. damn shot? That can be Come a on, legitimate argument. I always got a, I always have a problem with somebody that don't take their main craft as serious as some secondary craft. People know I you. I hate
0: f- to be that guy, bro, because Go everybody ahead. can be multi-level faceted. I don't. I never like when they told athletes when they told Shaq, "You need to worry about I'm not telling schools, them not to worry raps, about That's not did. what I'm
1: telling them. Shaq did it. I'm not. I'm not. Shaq, rap, act, did all that. I'm not saying don't do any of that. I'm not saying don't do any. But clearly, clearly you need I think to be I'm in there working it, on your game.
0: Clearly. I think I'm saying it. I think I want Lonzo to drop his mixtape in the offseason. Actually, I don't know if I'm all right with that either. Because in the offseason, I, I want him in the gym. I, yeah, look, that's what I'm when saying. When you drop your I, next I album, I, saying the same thing. I want you... Yeah, I, I mean, but I don't like that because I've never been that guy. I ain't never been this guy, but I think I'm him now. I don't want Lonzo dropping another mixtape until we shooting
1: above. Yeah, 60% man. Like from the I, 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 don't want you spending. You in, shooting forty percent, bro. Yeah, you. Yeah, you got to get, get out the We ain't known you get for basketball. You got to get right there first. Now when, when get out you the studio, bro. Diesel, when you taking the magic, you and Penny taking the. Mag- I mean, y'all got sweat, but you took them there to the to the damn finals. Yeah, you can go yeah. rap and do. Go multi yeah. with Biggie and be acting in Kazam when you go to LA because you winning. you you a beast. Yeah. But when you Lonzo, I don't want to hear nothing about your mixtape or yeah. who you dating. Listen,
0: when AI turned to Jules, he was the MVP. You can go talk all that shit. You can go spit your wax 16. Lonzo, <laughs> I'm going to need you to put the rap career on hold, player. You shooting Twenty plus percent worse from the charity strike than Dwight Howard. You are a point guard. You are the worst three point shooter in the league. You are the face of the Lakers' future. I need you to take this a little more serious. I do. And and I'm a fan. I'm a fan. But I I, I don't like it, bro. I and I'm worried. Spade, we I, gotta, on. I,
1: gotta ch- I gotta change the subjects, babe. We gotta
0: move on. Lavar, please come back from Lithuania. Nah, stay your
1: ass over there in Lithuania, Lavar. We don't need any more. Nope. You don't stay your ass over there I gotta I got change I gotta change, got change the subject Spade Go. Gotta change the subject Gotta move on all right. Spade I, I gotta get your thoughts Say On it. something Kinda Kinda been getting My head chopped off All week On Twitter And, and Outside of Twitter Numerous by numerous people Spade Cause Damn. I've been On the record coming for you bro You've been coming for me I've been on the record Saying college basketball Stinks To me This might. This has been the worst tourney in a very, very long time.
0: on, though? I I think ratings
1: might be up. Say it again. I think ratings might be up though. Might be. Is it? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I maybe I'm the maybe I'm just the old guy that's I'm the get off my lawn guy. Oh, you that guy? I'm that guy. I have turned into that guy. But Spade, at, at this at this point, I don't like college basketball anymore college basketball stinks everybody that they telling me should be the man all of them guys are out of the tourney, and it didn't used to be like that in our day space you can agree to that if you was the oh, man if you wasn't the man you was in the elite eight you was in the final four you was competing for that thing now not so much to me people been killing me it was like nah you just don't know what you're talking about correct me if i'm wrong in the comment section tweet me let me know why college basketball is so great right now People telling me it's parody just because it can be upsets left and right. And I'm like, I, I, I don't like it, Spade. Talk to me. Maybe I'm wrong. I need to get your opinion. It, do college basketball suck? Uh, Well, yeah. yeah Spade, let me in tell word, you one yeah. more time. People have been tweeting us like, why haven't you guys been talking about the tourney? It's because I've been vetoing that shit every time Sp- Spade bring it up. College basketball sucks, fast. in my opinion. Now we're getting to talk about it, Spade.
0: Go ahead. Uh, in a word, it's down. And and we actually, LaParis and myself was in a party. A lot of times we own on the video game. So when we say we're in a party, the video game got it set up where a bunch of gamers can hear each other talk. You all be in what's called a party. And we talk sports a lot in these parties and I live stream and guys come in and we talk sports. We all love sports. Yep. And everybody was like, man, I, you know, why have you guys not been covering Trey Young on the podcast? Why you guys not been covering the tourney? And before I could give a good answer, LaParis said, because it's trash, it's trash. And, of course, that brings a lot of heat. And they go, you know what? Why do y'all say it's trash? And in the conversation we was having, in LaPierre, as you know, what we was telling them was, like, you have to question whether or not these upsets, is it a good thing for college hoops or is it a bad thing? And to my surprise, everybody thinks it's a good thing. But the parents and myself, I don't think it's a good thing. I think it's an indication on how down the talent pool is in college or how down the level of give a damn is in college basketball. You got Ben Simmons who was taking number one overall who couldn't get his team into the tourney. You got Markel Fultz, who was taking number one overall, who couldn't get his team into the tourney. It's not because these players aren't good. It's because they don't give a damn about playing college basketball. And you cannot convince me that players that don't give a damn about playing college basketball makes the product better. It doesn't make sense. The reason why we're in this case is because you're making kids go to college before they can go to the league. That's one. And for two, I hate to be the guy beating the dead horse, but it's the fact that these colleges and these other affiliates, uh, the TV pro, uh, programming deals they got, all of this stuff, everybody is getting rich. they getting rich as hell. But these players, and these players don't care about college basketball. DeAndre Ayton, they told us this guy was hands down the best Player in college basketball. First round exit by 20 plus points, where it looked like he didn't even really want to be out there. To he Buffalo. He didn't even want to be out there. To Buffalo. Trey Young. LePage, Trey Young team shouldn't have even been in the tourney the only reason why they put him in is for tv ratings and he showed him that he didn't give a damn about no tv ratings this man came out and was shooting from half court like this was an exhibition game he didn't give a damn and they got exited in the first round and this is what college basketball is right now and to be quite frankly to be quite frank with you I, i'm not interested i'll just wait till they get to the league which is what they obviously care about I don't want to see this
1: watered down ass college basketball. I don't want to see it. The homie in the party said to me, he was like, I, I, he told me I can't compare the back then and now because the players now don't care about college basketball. But then that makes my point, Spade. I told Absolutely. you, I told you when I was in when I was in college, Spade. I told you, I said the reason I went to college like straight from work i told you because i know once i was there i was like i, I drove all the way over i might as well go in the building because i know if i went home and i did this and sat down or laid down i knew it was a wrap i probably wasn't getting back up to go back to school mm-hmm. these dudes mm-hmm. are spade if i and i understand I, I totally understand your point i agree with what everything you said 100 these guys don't want to be in college they'd rather be in the nba but you're mm-hmm. already there yeah. Wouldn't you want if it was me? This is me now. If I was Aiden, and you said you watched, you said you watched the game, didn't even look, I ain't Mm -hmm. watched, I haven't watched any tourney game. I haven't watched any tourney game. I've been watching the highlights because that's all I need is the highlights. That's all I need because it's not drawing me in like it has in the past. It's not drawing me in now. Uh, Loyola is a great story out there in Chicago. That's a great story, story. And, and I've been, I've been uh tuning in for those highlights. It's a great story, but. College basketball hasn't it, it hasn't drawn me in all year. Not just for this tourney, all year, all year. People used to ask us, "Why you guys haven't given Trey Young uh, strong arm performer Strongball of the week?" Performer it the ain't week. having it hasn't drawn me in. Now the homie said to me, "These guys don't care about uh, college basketball." That proves my point. If you there, would you? I would. Might as well win if you there. If I'm there, I might as well win. I might as well win it all. I might as well beast. If I don't, if I don't really care like that, I'm gonna put up the most insane. Michael Beasley went to K State and was going bonkers. He went yeah, he bonkers was. playing center. Yeah, he, was. he was like six seven playing center yep. and was going bonkers. Like if if you were there, you might as well just spaz out. You hear, you're probably gonna drop out of college after the NCAA season is over anyway. Anyway, and start working out for the league. All these I mean, as soon as these guys left Attorney Spade, it was like, we're going to the draft. We're going to the draft. We're going to the draft. Mm-hmm. That's what they yep. did. So It just proves my point. You saying these guys don't care proves my point. This is why college basketball sucks. It wasn't like that. If people was acting like I was talking about when Stackhouse and them was in, I'm talking about just a few years ago. College basketball was exciting as hell. Now, yep. it's, it's, aside from Duke, I don't think Duke lost. I wouldn't be surprised nah. if they did. I think they still nah, they it. Didn't. In it. Is 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 no notable players in the tourney left aside from Duke, and yep. and I think Kansas got some guys, but aside from those guys, is all these notable players they was talking about. These guys is amazing all season. All these guys is out, all of them, yep. and it's trash, and most of them in embarrassing fashion. Oh yeah, Come on, fashion. man. Come on, man. You ain't you wasn't about I, to drop. I mean, at least if it was one of those miraculous shots with with a half-court joint and they lost like that, you'd be like, okay, these dudes is getting that work by 20 and 30 points. They should be ashamed of themselves.
0: They should be ashamed of themselves. And and then I'm going to wash my hands of it. I'm going to be very curious to see the feedback this segment gets because college basketball at this time of the year is king. It's supposed to be it reigns supreme. Everybody's watching it. Yeah, everybody's watching about it. Everybody's all in their brackets. Yeah. all of this stuff. So for the record, LePerez, viewership is up. Uh, okay. Right now, the tournament is averaging four point nine eight million total viewers. Okay, and according to this report, that's up eleven percent from last year, which was okay. only four point four seven million. So people are buying into the upsets, and that's okay. good. Maybe but what I'm, I'm trying myself. to get you guys to see, what I'm trying to get you guys to see, is that the NCAA, in terms of this tournament. Is focused so heavily on money. The brackets aren't even set and, and those of you that's really into it, you guys know I'm right. The brackets aren't even set up, they're not even really making sense. Not even from a geological standpoint. You put teams on the wrong side of the bracket that don't even make sense. Like, what the hell is this team over here? That doesn't make sense. You put in teams in the tourney that don't deserve to be there. They're doing all of this to try to make the storylines, to try to get this viewership up. Like I said, I I like Trey Young. I really do. I let me make sure I say that. I like Trey Young. I think he's gonna be a decent pro player. I mean, he's gotta be coached out of taking them badass shots he's taking, but I think he's gonna be a decent pro player. But the only reason why Trey Young made it into the dark gone tourney is for TV ratings. That is the only reason. It's also the only reason you're seeing some teams get put on wrong sides of the bracket that they don't have any business on. So Right now, what you got is a divide. You got the NCAA doing anything in their power to make more money off of this, and you got a bunch of players that could not care less about it. Now, it, it sucks for people like Loyola, or however the hell you say their name. Those aren't big name players. They are looking at this as an opportunity to show the world that they are also good players and they want that respect. And that's why they're exciting to watch. But these top teams, these blue chip players that we've been talking about since they was in high school, some of these players who may or may not have taken $100,000 to go to a school, these players don't care. They just want to get to the league. They don't even want to be there. They have to be there. So I think... You actually clean up the game by eliminating this rule. Stop the whole, you got to go to college for a year rule. Let them go to the league. If they go and they bust, they out the league. But the guys who are in college, one or two things, they either want to be there or they have to be there to prove their worth. Either way, it equals a better product on the court, and then you got my attention.
1: As long as it's this, I'm out. I, I'm out too. I'm out. And I, I don't care what anybody say, man. They can't st- I want you guys. It, I mean... It's, it's a lot of guys that love college basketball. Leave in the comment section why I'm wrong. You can leave it in the comment section. I'll read it. I don't mean I'm going to agree Same. with it because I know what I'm seeing. I know what I'm seeing. Let me tell you who left. It's the Elite Eight. The Elite Eight plays tonight. Let me tell you who left. Kansas State and Loyola. I hope I'm saying it's that. 11th seed. Yeah, 11th 9 seat. and 11. Villanova and Texas Tech, that's a 1-3. That's respectable. Mm. Then we have Kansas and Duke. That's respectable. Duke and Kansas, mm-hmm. they them, two, they them teams that's been around. You know, they always going to be around. That? On the other yep. side is Florida State and Michigan. But I mean, hey, I, like I said, nobody expected Florida State to be this good. Let's keep it I a snack. They I mean, they good all season. Well, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Am I losing my mind? I might be losing my mind. Mm, you are. I gotta be losing my mind. You and I'm a, I'm a Florida State fan. I'm a Florida State fan. Not to mention, yeah, man, uh, this is it's terrible. It's terrible. I'm sorry, it's terrible. It's, North Carolina lost by 21 to A&M. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I, like. I'm, I'm out, yo. I'm out. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm out. How they doing in the casino? I'm out. I'm out. Just like we on Shark Tank, and for that reason, I'm out. Yeah, and ain't. Yeah, Pushing yo, I, my seat back. This is just like the Wiggins situation, because I want to. Especially when March Madness, this is when your juice is supposed to be flowing. March Madness takes over March. You're supposed to be all in on this tourney. And I, yeah, when man. I tell you I haven't watched one game, Spade, we was in your live stream last night, bro. We was in your live stream last night. What was we talking about? We was talking about Donovan Mitchell and, and LaMarcus Aldridge, the Spurs and Jazz game. Somebody in Going your comment section wrote, y'all not watching the Duke game? I was yeah, like, college said, basketball who thing. Who is Duke playing? Who is <laughs> Duke playing? <laughs> that's what they said, Spade. The that whole comment section, the whole stream was talking about the Spurs and the Jazz game, which is yep. crazy during March yep. Madness. Yep, seen the time you wouldn't even
0: know or care what was going on,
1: especially the with the game. Spurs with no Kawhi. Yep, that's that's facts. Terrible. That's facts. College basketball right, sucks. Bro. But leave it in the comment section down below. Let us know your thoughts. Because I'm out. I'm out. Now, we're going to get some heat for that. But I, we are. I encourage you guys to direct all of your heat to LaParis. Yeah, bring it up, bro. I take it. Because I don't, don't care all what to they him. say, man. There's nothing they can say that is going to tell me that this this product they're giving us is amazing. It's not. Come on, now. Nah. I I wait. Like I agree with you 100%, Spade. I'll wait until these dudes get in the league.
0: Because that's when they'll care. Anyway, man, let's get ready to end this show. Last segment of the day. You guys already know what it is. We call this a Strong On Performer of The Week Award. It is a podcast award that is super prestigious. It is very difficult to earn one of these. And if you earn one, you should be proud. You should be putting it on the refrigerator like your kids' drawings or whatever. Like they good mm-hmm. report cards. Uh, We get this award to a male or female who raised his or her level of play to ensure that their team gets the victory. That means regardless of how good you play, you can't get it in a loss. So like if Devin Booker scores, I don't know, like 70 and loses. You can't get it. The pairs, you on the Mm -hmm. hot seat. Who is your strong-on performer this week and why? It was a few guys, it was
1: a few guys this week Mm -hmm. that went crazy. They went bananas. They went wheels. Uh-huh. I mean, it was just insane. It was an insane week, but I, I got to go here, man. We talked about the Raptors. We talked about the Cavs, and they ended up playing each other this week. And it was a very tight game, man. But you want to know one? One team had LeBron James, man, oh, and that's the team that that's the team that came came out with the victory. We talked about. Let me talk about what LeBron James did, man. LeBron James went 11 and 19 from the field. 12 or 14 from the free throw line. We always talk about guys getting to the free throw line. But not only getting to the free throw line, getting to the free throw line and making the shots. Uh 12 or 14 from the free throw line. Seven rebounds. Uh One steal. Uh In 17 dimes with zero turnovers. (laughs) Which is just insane. In a 132, 129 win over the Raptors. And for that reason, LeBron James, you are my... Strong arm performer of the week, LeBron James just went bananas. He looked like team seventeen down with no turnovers.
0: That's crazy, bro. And some of these passes—if you saw that game—they weren't yeah, all like here. Some of them was like no looks, and I mean yeah, wrap around
1: passes to man, the shooters what, and spades. Crazy. That's why I don't believe in the Raptors, bro. I don't believe them. They're not gonna be—they're not gonna beat the Cavs in a seven-game series. Not with that guy over there. I, LeBron looking like LeBron. You know what's crazy about you your mission?
0: What? He's 33 years old, bro.
1: Yeah, man. Playing? I yeah, guess. Man. Scary.
0: I guess today's episode of Strong Arm Sports Performer of the Week is probably just going to be the old guy's award because I'm going to get mine to Dude. an old guy too. You gave yourself right. a 33-year-old, I'm going to get mine to a 32-year-old. Still making okay. an impact on the league. Folks, don't look now. But Dwight Howard is secretly having a good season, quietly having a good secret over now, in Charlotte. We talked about Dwight last year with Atlanta. He played good last year. Let me played tell you what he did, last year. First of all, at 32 years of age, he played 34 minutes in a game. He scored mm. 32 points and had 30 rebounds, bro, oh a 30-30 game. Now, he did have six turnovers. Wait, we talking about a center here. What I like more about this thing is Dwight Howard went to the charity stripe 21. He got 21 attempts from the charity stripe. He converted mm. 12 of them. That's 57%. That's like 30-something percent higher than Lonzo Ball right now. But once mm-hmm. upon a time to slow Dwight Howard down, you could just send him to the charity stripe and he couldn't do anything with it. If you got him making damn near 60% of his free throws, he is a force to be reckoned with. And for that 30-30 I don't remember the last time I saw a 30-30 game with points and rebounds. Probably was Kevin Love in Minnesota. I don't damn know. Yeah, that- Gotta be. But for that gotta performance, be. Dwight Howard, you are a very deserving recipient of the Strong Arm Performer of the Week Award. Two old guys, bro. Still getting the done.
1: Yeah, I Both like went it. bananas, man. Mm-hmm. Woo. I mean, Honorable Mitchell got to go. I mean, they, they they lost. Donovan Mitchell had a good game, but LaMarcus just last night, he yeah. just went, he had a career high and just went crazy. Went crazy. I'm he saying, said no said, why no problem? High. He said, "The hell yeah, with a Kawhi. I got us. Yeah, he went he went bananas, man. I think he had 45 points, if I'm not mistaken. Woo! I and mean, let's not a few forget. guys that just went bananas this week. But these two old guys right here, they put in work. Bro,
0: let's not forget that Kawhi started, not Kawhi, uh, LaMarcus started this year off going to Pop saying, I want to be traded. Just, just get me out of here, because I ain't happy. Yeah. I don't like the way y'all using me. And Pop said, wait, 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 wait. How you want to be used. And look at the impact mm-hmm. it's having. I told
1: y'all keep an eye on that dude. He's been hooping. Let's get up out of here, bro. Yeah, you had him in your top five, which is crazy. I had Blake in mind, and I think he went to Detroit somewhere. In, in the depths what of hell. What is worthy? Oh, yeah, he is. He, I'm, I'm trolling. He is. But Spade, you got anything else to add before I close the show? Not at all, bro. Not at all. Listen been a very would you call it a controversial show Spade I'm calling it a head scratches oh well that dog oh, gonna, Okay.
0: that college I mean, segment the, gonna definitely get the cannon banged on you
1: I mean uh, Spade I can take it I don't care man listen I I, I I, welcome it matter of fact I welcome it bring it on maybe maybe if somebody argument is strong enough they can change my mind but right now I'm not so But as usual we st- with that being said I still want to thank you guys for your continued support always showing love the strong Arm Sports. We got guys out there buying our merch. If you guys didn't know, we have merchandise. I'm pretty sure all links will be in the description. Click there, buy a hoodie, buy a t-shirt, show your support. Tweet Facts. us you in the shirt or a hoodie. You get posted on our social media, man. We're we trying to interact with you guys. We want to support the people that support us. We want to thank you guys for your continued support. If you new here, main the subscribe button and take two seconds. If you're a regular here, hit the like button. If also, you can bang that little bell. It's right up there. That bell sends you a notification right to your mobile device to let you know when a new episode has been posted on your YouTube. The past, the past, YouTube, it's it crazy. might because YouTube, you might get a right. notification. You might not. YouTube, well, yeah, you they might it to who they think YouTube said see. some crazy stuff yeah. this past week. They they send it to certain people who they feel like it. Right. Anyway, who they think Bang see. that bell. Bang that bell. You you'll get a notification, hopefully. And if you don't want to see two dudes arguing in a box, we got audio podcasts everywhere. SoundCloud, Podomatic, iTunes. M- listen, we everywhere. You should have no reason not to be caught up on SAS. I want to nice. thank you guys for your continued support. We'll see you guys next episode. We out. Peace.